Well, today we kick off one of the most exciting seasons of the year here at Relevant. We call it Be Rich. And here's the deal. Most of us want to make a positive impact and difference in our community and in the world, but we don't always know how. Well, Be Rich is how. Be Rich makes it simple. And if you're new around here, this term be rich actually comes from a passage in 1 Timothy 6. 1 Timothy was actually a letter written by the Apostle Paul in the first century to a young pastor who was his protege uh, named Timothy about, and he was instructing him how to teach and lead the people in his church. And toward the end of the letter, Paul wrote this. He said, command those who are rich in this present world. And we got to stop right there because this begs the question, who's Paul talking to? Like, who are the rich people? And the reality is, is most people, don't, uh, most people don't know they're rich or won't admit they're rich, even if they think they might be rich. So the problem with this verse is if those of us who are rich don't think we're rich, we'll skip right over this passage and miss out on what God wants to say to us, what he wants to do in us, and what he wants for us. Now, I real, realize that none of us feel rich, but by international standards, most of us are rich. As a matter of fact, if you have an annual household income of $40,000, you're in the top 1% of wage earners in this world. That means 99% of this world is poorer than most of us. However, according to the Apostle Paul and the writers of the New Testament, rich is not defined by a level of income. According to the Apostle Paul and the writers of Scripture, rich is defined by having more than you need. According to the Apostle Paul and the writers of Scripture, if you have more than you need, you're rich. Which means, if you have so many extra clothes that you can't keep them all in your closet all year long because you have summer clothes and winter clothes and you've got to put some in a bin and then take them out because you just have to, you can't store them all in your closet, you're rich. If you have so much food at dinner, you can't eat it all in one sitting, and so you put it in Tupperware and put it in the refrigerator to keep for later, you're rich. If you have so much extra clean drinking water that you can't possibly drink it all, and so you decide to throw it all over your lawn to keep your lawn green, you're rich. If your house is so big that you have a room in your house for your car, by the way, it's called a garage. You're rich. If you have more than one pair of shoes, you're rich. If you have so much extra money that you don't even need it all to feed yourself, you can afford to feed a cat or a dog. You're rich. Congratulations, you have crossed the line from not rich to rich. Now, I get it. Most of us don't have everything we want, but if we're being honest, we have way more than we need. Most of us don't feel rich because we're not as wealthy as we'd like to be, but in reality, we are rich because we have more than we need. I'm rich. Congratulations. You're rich too. Feels good to admit it, doesn't it? Now, as rich people, I believe the best, the healthiest, the most transformational thing we can do for ourselves, for others, for our family, is stop spending all of our time trying to get more rich and instead practice being good at what we've already become. And the Apostle Paul tells us how. He says, command those who are rich in this present world, that's you and that's me, to do good, to, here's our phrase, be rich in good deeds and to be generous and willing to share. So, According to the Apostle Paul, the way to be rich is to give generously, serve sacrificially, and love extravagantly. So here's what we do. Through our annual Be Rich initiative, we practice being good at being rich together by combining all of our resources to give, serve, and love in Jesus' name without expecting anything in return. 
And it's my prayer. It's my prayer that you, regardless of who you are, and if you call yourself a follower of Christ or not, if you're new or relevant or been here forever, if you know, you're young or old, if you feel rich or not, my, my prayer for you is that you fully engage in what we're all being invited to over the next few weeks, not only because of the impact it can make in others, but also because of the impact it can make in you. So I dare you. I dare you to lay your preconceived notions aside, to lay your reservations aside about what you think I'm going to say, about church, about God, and just choose to be rich over the next few weeks and watch the transforming work that only God can and will do in it through it in you, in our church, in our community, and in people's lives on the other side of the world. Today, we're going to kick off this season with the first way to be rich, which is to give generously. But... Before I get to that, regardless of where you're at on your spiritual journey, regardless of what you believe about the Bible, regardless if you would call yourself a follower of Christ or not, regardless if you used to be part of the church and then you disengaged and you're maybe thinking about reengaging or, or not, regardless of where you're at, I believe the ultimate reason that you're here today and that you're here any Sunday is because if there is a God in heaven, if all this Jesus stuff is real, if God is a personal God, you want to know him. And you want to experience his presence in your life. Now, this is so important. What I say next is so important. If you've been a part of Relevant for any period of time, you've heard me say this numerous times. Here it is. As trust goes, so goes the relationship. And you know this. Trust is at the center of every healthy relationship. That's true between people, husband and wife, father, son, colleagues, friend, friends, and that's especially true between you and God. If you were to ask me, Ronnie, what's God doing in my life? What's God doing in my life? I would tell you probably every single time he's trying to teach you to trust him. No matter who you are, where you've been, where you currently find yourself, the issue we're all faced with every single day is, can I really trust God enough to turn my whole life over to him? Can I really place all of my trust in him? What God is trying to do in every situation, in every circumstance, however good, however bad, in your life, is grow your trust in him because as trust goes, so goes the relationship with him that he created us for. And here we go. This is important. The more we trust him, the better the relationship will be. And the better our relationship with him is, the more we experience his presence and he transforms us into everything he's created us to be. I don't know everything going on in your life, but I do know that God is working relentlessly to establish a relationship with you characterized by God. I trust you. I don't always understand. I don't know why my prayers seem to be going unanswered. I don't know why life doesn't seem to be going my way right now, but God, I trust you. Now, what I say next is going to sound very weird to some of you. And some of you, when I say it, you're not going to believe me. You're going to immediately dismiss me as soon as I say it. I get that because maybe you don't know me and think I'm trying to get something from you. I, to I totally understand that. But just I just want to encourage you, hang with me just for a few minutes. Because what I say next has the potential to transform your life and your future and your heart. What I say next is so important that I say almost every Be Rich Sunday. Here it is. Money, more specifically our use of money, impacts our trust in God more than we could possibly imagine. 
What you and I choose to do or don't do with our money leads to our trust in God growing or eroding maybe more than anything else. And the Apostle Paul knew that, which is why he told Timothy to instruct us to give generously. Now, we're going to go back to 1 Timothy 6, and I'm going to read all of verses 17 and 18. And as we do, I just encourage you to be very aware of your emotions. And if you feel yourself resisting, if you feel yourself arguing, ask why. Ask why. And then consider the possibility. It's because this is where and how God wants to work in you so that you can experience him in a new way, in a way that grows your trust in him him. All right, back to verse 17. Here's what Paul said. Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant. And it's like, how did Paul know? We've all met arrogant people. People who are prideful, people who are entitled, people who think of themselves more highly than they ought. And we'd all agree being arrogant is how to be really bad at being rich. And Paul's going, here's what I know about people who have more than they need. The more they have, the more of a tendency there will be for this ugly thing to rise up inside of them called arrogance. So command them not to let it because that's not how you be rich as a follower of Christ. Now, in typical Paul fashion, he doesn't stop there. He, makes, he, he takes it to a deeper level and gets to the heart of the issue. Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain. Paul's going, rich people, don't be, don't be so arrogant as to put your confidence and put your trust into wealth, which provides no hope and no certainty in this life or the one to come. Because here's what Paul knew, that if we're being honest... We'd all confess to. What we're tempted to trust in most is money. Come on, guys. Let's just be honest with ourselves. What we're tempted to trust in most for the future, for hope, for peace, for security, that we all so desperately want is money. The problem is it's so, in Paul words, uncertain. We know, there, and we know there's no guarantee that it will provide what we so desperately want, but we keep chasing more and more and more, hoping that having more will give it. And for some reason, we never learn from people who have more than we do that it just does not work. Solomon who was an Israelite king who lived like 900 years or so before Jesus and before the Apostle Paul, during, during the time he reigned, he was probably the wealthiest person to have ever lived. He wasn't just rich. I mean, he didn't have just more than he needed. Like, he was like Oprah wealthy. Like, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett wealthy. And here's what Solomon learned about money. He said, the wealth of the rich is their fortified city. Meaning, the, the more we have, the more tempted we are to see it as a source of our security. The wealth of the rich is their fortified city. They imagine, which you know means it's not real. They imagine it as a wall too high to scale. <laughs> Solomon's going, the temptation is to think that the more you have, the more peace and security you will have. Well, what I've learned from experience as the wealthiest man in the world is no matter how much you have, it's never enough to give you true peace. It's never enough to feel completely secure. And here's something else that Solomon learned about money that he, that's recorded in the Old Testament book of Ecclesiastes. He said, whoever loves money, 
Whoever tirelessly chases after more and more and more because they trust in it for their identity and hope and peace and security. Whoever loves money never has enough. Whoever loves wealth is never satisfied with their income. This too is meaningless. Which brings us to a question. How much money do you need? How much money do you need to feel totally secure? How much money do you need to wrap up all your identity into? How much money do you need to experience perfect peace and hope and joy? And the answer is more than you currently have. And that's always the answer. Whether you have $30 in the bank or $3 million in the bank. Our pursuit, our need, our desire, our fascination for more and more and more, it's controlling our lives. And come on, we refuse to tell the truth about it. It's controlling our emotions, our identity, our sense of security. It's controlling our self-worth. It's controlling our ability to experience joy and peace and fulfillment and hope. It's controlling our willingness and our ability to be generous. And it's doing so for one reason. Because it's where we placed our trust. So we believe we need more and more and more. And you know, it's never enough, enough, enough. Solomon's going, it's okay to have more than you need, but it's futile to trust in it for peace, self-worth, hope, joy, because it can't and won't provide it no matter how much you have. Trust me, Solomon says, I know I have way more than you. Now, with that insight from Solomon in mind, let's go back to Paul's instruction in 1 Timothy. Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain. Paul's basically reiterating what Solomon said 900 years prior. And then Paul instructs followers of Christ, people who have put their faith in Jesus by asking him to be the forgiver of their sins and the leader of their life, where we should place our trust. He says, but instead... To put their hope in God, and here's why, because he's the only one who richly provides us with everything. Paul's saying, Timothy, remind people who have put their faith in Jesus, remind people who say they're followers of Christ and they've asked Jesus to be their forgiver, their savior, and their leader, their Lord, remind them that even though they believe in Jesus and they sing the songs and they come on Sunday and they pray and they take communion and the belief system is there, that they can easily start trusting in money for their future and their hope and their peace and security. Remind them that God alone is the only one who richly provides and instruct them to choose to trust him alone for it. Here's what you need to know. This is so this is so important. The number one competitor for your heart. The number one thing that will compete for your trust and devotion. The number one thing that will compete for your relationship for your relationship with Jesus and your experience of God. More than anything else is not the devil. It's money, at least according to Jesus. Because in the middle of the most famous sermon he ever gave called the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said this, no one can serve two masters. Either you'll hate one, love the other, or you'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Jesus is saying, you will serve one of two masters. 
but you can't serve both. And at that point, Jesus could have contrasted any two things, which means what he chose to say next was so important, and what he said next is you will either serve God or money, but you can't serve both. Which means how we view money, our use of money, our relentless pursuit of more and more and more, our anxiety about money, does more to compete with our heart and our devotion and our trust in God than anything else. Every day, we all face the tension of choosing to either trust God or trust, trust money uh, for our future, our hope, our peace, our security, our identity, our, uh, and, and our self-worth. And I believe we might as well make the decision to trust God for it right now because no amount of money, no amount of money can provide us with true peace when we get diagnosed with cancer. When we're facing death or we're going through the death of a loved one. When we're walking through a divorce. And we already know that. Because any of us who have ever gone through any of that, at that moment, never looked at our bank accounts. Instead, in those moments, we did what everyone else does whose life comes crashing down and they don't know where else to look. We look up and we start praying, maybe for the first time, or maybe again in a long time. And Paul's, Solomon's, and Jesus' warning is, why wait for your life to come crashing down to realize that you've put your trust in the wrong place? Realize it now and trust in God alone today. So here's all of verse 17 one more time. Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God, who richly provides us with everything, not only that we need, but also for our enjoyment. Paul's going, if you have more than you need, good. Enjoy it. But don't trust in it. Instead, transfer your trust to the one who richly provided it. The gift giver, the creator of it all, the owner of it all, the source of, the all, of it all. The only one who could give us true life and who proved he's the only one who can. The day Jesus defeated death and rose from the grave. And... Here's how we transfer our trust from our riches to the one who richly provides. Command them to be rich in good deeds and to be generous and willing to share. Let me say it again. The thing that exposes and stretches our trust in God more than anything is money because what we're tempted to trust in most for our future, our hope, our peace, our fulfillment is money. The problem is no amount of money can give true hope, peace, fulfillment, security, no amount of money can, can, can buy you eternal life, can give you eternal life. Only God can give it to you, and he wants to teach us to trust him for it. So wouldn't it make sense for God to specifically target the thing we trust in most now in order to get us to trust him more now? Listen, God doesn't need your money. God doesn't want your money. He wants to grow your trust because as trust goes, so goes the relationship. So with the number one competitor with our hearts, he says, trust me, trust me, trust me. And let me tell you what, it is so easy to say, I trust God and sing songs like, I'm available. But what we do in terms of generosity demonstrates and authenticates if we really 
do. Not only that, God uses our giving to grow, our, to, to, to transfer our trust in him, which grows our relationship with him. Here's the big idea I think Paul and Solomon and Jesus were communicating. Giving generously proves our trust in God, grows our trust in God, and transfers our trust from our riches to the one who richly provides. And that's how to be rich. Now, if we're being honest, many of us are not good at being rich in this way. We're not good at it because so often our spending governs if we can give anything at all. We want, we want, we want, so we spend, we spend, we spend. Then if we have any leftover, we might give a little of that if we get inspired enough to. Being a leftover giver is not how to be rich. Being a leftover giver is not how to be generous. And being a leftover giver is not how to follow Jesus. And you got to know, Jesus' first century invitation and his invitation to you and me today is simply, follow me. Follow me. That was and is actually an invitation of trust. He's saying, trust me enough to take a next step to follow me by doing what I've invited you to do, by doing what I'm leading you to do. And here's my promise. Follow me, and then your trust in me will grow. Well, since giving generously proves our trust in God, grows our trust in God, and transfers our trust from our riches to the one who richly provides, I believe one of the most powerful, transformational, faith-building questions that we can pray to follow Jesus is, Jesus, in regard to my generosity, what would you, what would you have me do? Jesus, what are you leading me to give? Listen, if you truly want to follow Jesus, if you have a desire to grow in your relationship with him and grow your trust in him, and you pray this, I bet you he answers. He convicts you of something. He puts something on your mind and your heart that stirs you. Could be a certain amount, could be a certain percentage of your income. And if the answer makes you uncomfortable, which it probably will, don't dismiss it because it's in that tension that he's inviting you. Listen, don't miss this. It's in that tension he's inviting you to Trust me. Trust me. So, my challenge for those of us who want our trust in God to grow is to be rich and follow Jesus by giving what he is leading you to give and give it first. Don't give your leftovers. Trust him by giving it first before you spend any on yourself, before you invest that or save that. Trust him by giving it first, faithfully, consistently, generously, and cheerfully. Trust him by giving it first. That's how you be rich. Then follow Jesus by giving above and beyond that when you feel prompted to. When you see someone in need or you hear of a need or an opportunity to give to and your heart feels stirred and you feel this conviction or this prompting or this like ought to, I believe in those moments that Jesus through his spirit is prompting you to give above and beyond to that. So follow Jesus. Trust him and give generously in those moments. That's how you be rich. Listen, we all regret we all regret a lot of financial decisions. But I can promise you'll never regret following Jesus by giving generously in these two ways. Because giving generously proves our trust in God, 
grows our trust in God and transfers our trust from our riches to the one who richly provides. But it's even better than that. Giving generously helps transfer other people's trust and grow other people's trust in God too. Because it's through our generosity that a lost, broken, hurting world experiences the power and hope and love and salvation and life of Jesus. Now, here's the really cool thing about today. The really cool thing about today is that we get an, all get an opportunity to give generously to what we call the Be Rich offering. If you're new, let me quickly explain why we take this offering once a year on Be Rich Sunday and how it works. At Relevant, we're committed to do our part in carrying on Jesus' mission of transforming the world by ushering in the peace of God, the healing power of God, the hope of God, the grace of God, the love of God, the salvation of God, ultimately the kingdom of God. But we can't do it ourselves. We're one small local church. So we've partnered with some amazing organizations to make a bigger impact together than any of us could alone. Could alone. When you walked in, you should have got one of these books. It has a list of, all, of, our, of our partners in this booklet. If you want to see them online or you're watching online so you didn't get one of these books, just go to relevantcommunity.org slash be rich and everything in this book is, is on our website. We work with our partners all year long around areas of missions, mental health, marriage support, poverty relief, refugee resettlement, orphan care, church planning, food insecurity, education, career training, trauma healing, crisis response, just to name a few. And we really do view our partners as ministry extensions of Relevant Community Church. We don't compete with them, and we don't try to do what they do because they can do it better. Instead, we work with them and we financially support them because financial support is the only way they can continue to do the amazing things that they are doing in our community and in around the world. Well, the annual Be Rich offering is how we support them. The annual Be Rich offering is how we support the work that they are doing. So here's what we did. Over the last couple months, we asked all of our partners, what difference are you hoping and praying about making in 2024? And as they answered that and told us all that, we said back to them, we are going to do everything we can to help fund that. We're going to do everything we can to help make that financially, financially possible for you. So here's the deal. Our primary goal for the Be Rich offering is 100% engage, engagement. We're asking 100% of us to give today, whether you're a retiree or you're a middle school student, whether you're new here or you've been here forever, whether you say you're a follower of Christ or not, whether you've given before or not, or whether you feel rich or not. And here's our promise. Our promise is we're giving 100% of it away. We're keeping none of it for ourselves. We're giving all of it away. The first Be Rich offering we ever did was in 2019. This is crazy. Over the past four years, through the Be Rich offering, we've given away $1,096,076. We've given it to our nonprofit organizations and partners over a four-year period. That's amazing. Has blessed our partners in huge ways. Well, this year, we're praying for even more because we want to help our partners make a bigger impact than ever before. Based on the hopes and dreams of our partners in 2024, we have a huge, crazy goal today. We're praying for $495,000 to be given away, and we're going to give it all away. Uh, you guys, you got to know, this is a God-sized goal. Like, this is over basically a quarter of our annual budget here at Relevant. That means it's, it's more than what we collect here at Relevant over a four-month period. And today, we're going to give it all away. So here's a review. Our primary goal is 100% give. Our secondary goal is $495,000 is given away, and our promise is we're giving it all away. 
Here's the cool thing. If $495,000 is given today, we're going to be able to help fund some awesome things in Jesus' name in and through our partners in 2024. Here are just a few. We're going to help fund facility renovations for our partners, help fund disaster relief, particularly in areas devastated by natural disasters or war over the past years, area like Maui and Florida and the Ukraine. We're going to help fund the investment and equipping and the sending of pastors and leaders to plant new churches in Omaha and unreached villages in Corinth State of Burma. We're going to help with operations and staffing costs for our partners. We're going to help fund a PTS, PTSD programs to help people who have lived through uh, major trauma in war torn countries. We're going to help fund care, support, and resources for the Elkhorn Public Schools we've adopted. Let me say something about that real quick. Whenever we at Relevant adopt an Elkhorn Public School, we invest heavily into the administration, the teachers, the students, the facility itself in numerous ways in order to help make that school better and healthier. Our vision is to adopt every Elkhorn Public School by 2030. Because of your generosity, we've adopted nine of them so far. We want to adopt an additional two over the next year. So we're going to be able to fund sustainable living education, relief, and resources for Korean refugees living in Omaha, which over the next year will include a bed bug relief program for new Korean refugees who have resettled in Omaha and can't afford treatment. We're going to help fund suicide awareness and prevention resources, counseling, and programs specifically for teenagers. We're going to help fund case managers, resources, and counselors for underprivileged people in our community facing utility shutoff or homelessness. We're going to help fund the start of a church uh, in in Perth, Australia, real quick about this. Last month, the Irresistible Church Network, which is a network of churches that we're partnered with, asked if we'd be willing to help a church planner named Mark Joy start a church in his hometown of Perth, Australia. Here's what you need to know about Australia. Australia is one of the, the most post-Christian places in the world. 50% of, 58% of people who live in Australia believe there is no God. And Perth, Perth is a city that has been overcome with drug abuse in which many people are living on welfare. Here's the bottom line. The people of Perth need Jesus, and they need a church who's being relentless about reaching them. So over the next year, uh, the Be Rich offering is going to help financially get this church off the ground. We're going to help fund send CM, we're going to, uh, this is going to help fund to send CMA missionaries to spread the gospel in the 1040 window of the world, which is the least reached place on the, on the planet. It's going to help fund and support Elkhorn Campus Life staff to reach more students for Jesus in our community. It's going to provide for every Korean orphan at our two orphans that we partnered with on the Thai Burma border. You need to know the magnitude of what the Be Rich offering does. Relevant Community Church is literally taking care of all 60 or so orphans at the Safe Haven Orphanage and at the refuge on the Thai Burma border, ensuring they have all the food, all the education, all the clothing, all the medical care they need. We are literally their primary financial support. It's going to help fund curriculum, counseling, groups, and resources for people struggling with mental health. It's going to fund programs of counseling to help uh, str- uh, help rescue struggling marriages. It's going to fund infrastructure repair, a security wall, a clean water supply, and a new girl's bathroom at the Safe Haven Orphanage. It's going to help fund the expansion of a, of a fresh start ministry into nine more countries. It's going to help fund community outreach programs and people to share the gospel with unreached people on the Thai Burma border. And it's going to help This is going to help fund the continued construction of the refuge, which is our partner Outpour Safe House for Korean orphans and abandoned babies. Listen, you got to know, over the past two years, we've been financially helping Outpour to construct a new building for uh, for the refuge so that they can take in more Korean orphans, they can care for them, and they can introduce them to Jesus. And the work isn't done yet. And
And it's so important we help complete this work because there are so many Korean orphans that end up being trafficked because there is no place for them to go, and we cannot allow that to happen. So those are just a few things that Be Rich is going to help fund in 2024. And wouldn't that be amazing? I mean, wouldn't that be stinking amazing? I mean, we all want to be a part of seeing that happen. So let's all choose to be rich. My ask today is that 100% of people who can to give a one-time gift of $100 to the Be Rich offering. And our promise is we're giving 100% of it away. Those of you who have never given here at Relevant, this is a great day to give for the very first time. Those of you who consistently give, I want to ask you, invite you, and challenge you to give above and beyond that. If you were going to, whatever you were going to give this week or this month, don't reallocate that to give to Be Rich instead. That's not helpful for us as a church. That's not helpful for you. Instead, if you were come to prepare to give today, hold that off to tomorrow and give above and beyond to Be Rich today or hold whatever off until later this month. Now, I realize there's two extremes of people in here. There's some people that's like, I can't get anywhere near $100. I'm a middle school student. I've never seen $100. Totally get that. You need to feel no guilt with that. My invitation to you is just give generously. Whatever you feel prompted to give, that's $5. Give generously and sacrificially. Then there's some of you on the other extreme that's going, that's all? Like after that whole rant you just gave and you 30 minutes of pumping us up and you only like made an invitation for $100 and you're smart enough to know that even if all of us gave $100, we would never get close to 495, 495,000 because we're not that big. If you're thinking that thing, if you're thinking that way, then I think maybe God would be inviting you to give more. I don't know what the more is. Maybe the more is 1,000. Maybe the more is 10,000. Maybe the more is a million. You listen, you do. I'll keep adding zeros if you want me to keep adding zeros to it. I just invite you to give sacrificially and generously. Listen, the only way that we hit this goal of $495,000 that we can give all away is if we're all generous. And that's a different quantity for all of us because we all have a different capacity. So let's just all be rich and give generously. Let's be rich because giving generously proves our trust in God, grows our trust in God, and transfers our trust from our riches to the one who richly provides. Let's be rich because this is a game changer for our partners and a life changer for the people they serve. Let's be rich and show a watching world that our church, Relevant Community Church, is not just a bunch of songs and sermons. Let's be rich in Jesus' name and watch the impact that Jesus can make through it. Now, before we have the opportunity to give, here are some of what God did through our Be Rich offering this year in 2023. Go ahead and take a look. When you think about the impact relevance gift uh, has made on the individuals and families you serve, how does that make you feel? Oh my gosh. It brings the tears. Yeah. <laughs> and I pray that as we do this, God, you do such an amazing work that people's eyes are pointed to you and people who don't know you, who don't trust in you, come to the point they say, I want to. He's a God worth trusting. We pray lives and eternities are transformed because of the Be Rich offering that we give today. Most people struggle to focus on what matters most, so we create the space to focus on God and each other. 
This past year, 163 campers made first-time decisions to follow Jesus, and 497 indicated they made some kind of faith step in addition to that just this summer. The gifts that Relevant gave to Camp Rivercrest actually allowed us to build another uh, structure, freeing up cabins for more campers. So in essence, Relevant's gift allowed more campers to come to Camp Rivercrest this past summer, having more impact, which is just amazing. Fresh Start is a global ministry that for over 20 years has been helping hearts heal from offense, hurt, and loss. Simply put, we help heal hearts. In 2023, Fresh Start had a pivotal year. Through your generosity, we were able to create a new platform that will allow us to reach the soul behind every screen, including 14 new videos that go through the Fresh Start process. People that may never don the doors of a church will now be able to experience the power of biblical forgiveness. Relevance gift, oh my gosh, uh, it's, it's helped us so much. Uh, one of the main things was that uh, we were able to use that to buy a lot of building materials and tools in Ukraine. We ended up taking an abandoned school and building 19 apartments within the classrooms. And so 19 families were able to move in after we rebuilt uh, part of the school and we're gonna go back and do that. That's the most important thing is the relationship, seeing those relationships develop and how God brings us to people in their greatest hour of need. COPE is an outreach center in Western Douglas County. Um, we're up to closer to 170 families per month that come to us um, in need of food and the basic needs. In 2023, so far, we've helped over 300 families stay in their homes with rental and utility assistance. Relevance Gift helped us lay a foundation for a long-term housing stability program. There is a great need almost everywhere, but definitely in Western Douglas County to have a housing stability program in place. And all of that's been through the Relevant um, Be Rich campaign was able to provide for us. Fresh Hope for Mental Health empowers people to live well in spite of having a mental health diagnosis. In the last year, Fresh Hope has been able to offer over half a million hope-filled touches to people from 35 different countries. We've been able to write a curriculum for teens and mental health, as well as we've been starting groups for pastors called Healing the Heart Wounds of Ministry. The extremely generous gift that uh, Relevant Church gave to us empowered us to reach over 16,000 people with hope-filled touches this past year. So over the last year, Restoring Dignity has been growing so much. By the end of 2023, we will have served over 27,000 refugees in the Omaha area over the past five years. Relevant has made such an impact for Restoring Dignity and the families that we serve. By the end of 2023, we will have taught over 1,500 in-home classes to refugee families, and every single product that we give to families in those classes has been provided from the gift that Relevant provided Restoring Dignity. All of the fire extinguishers, carbon monoxide detectors, smoke detectors, all of the cleaning products, all of the mops, everything has been provided because of you. Because of Relevant's Be Rich campaign's generosity, we have been able to be in country, physically in Thailand, and continue to see the expansion of our Safe Homeland project come to fruition. To see those who have been, babies who have been abandoned with no traceable next of kin be um, be placed, be restored to their forever family. So I, I have to thank you 
them a lot because of their love, because of their sporting, because of their gift. All of us, we are joy's hand and uh, make an impact together. So thank you very much for everything uh, you and then the Relevant uh, Community just do it for me. Thank you. Um, we want you to know that your story is being told and is an inspiration to the people of Jesus all across the metro. And just, we just want to say thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. You know, it's super humbling when God's people um, support God's ministry. I think mm. that's the way God really designed it to be. You guys really, like, I don't know if I've met more generous church than you all. It's, it's, it's like a biblical proportions generous. Uh, I, I don't know how to how to put it. Yeah, so Relevant is the most incredible partner that Restoring Dignity has had and will probably ever have. We have never seen a church that has stepped up so consistently. There, like, honestly, I, I am speechless when I think about it because it doesn't just financially support us, but it just communicates a level of trust and partnership. Your, your contribution has had an impact on your community. We're working together for a strong community and you've been a very, very big part in that. Your donations and your giving, your generosity helps us to reach many. Legacies and generations will be changed forever because of the impact that your church is having. Thank you for believing in what God is wanting to do and is doing here in Thailand. Thank you to each and every one of you. Thank you, Relevance! Thank you, Relevance! Thank you, Relevance! I really uh, believe that uh, we, we can make the world better and better. Yeah. How cool is that? Let's be rich. Let's be rich and see what only God can do through it in 2024. Uh, if you want to give digitally, there's numbers, number of ways you can do that. You can see it on the screen, text, website, mobile app, scan the QR code, whatever way you want to do. If you want to give a cash or check, you can drop that at one of the boxes, three doors on the way out. If you need help giving di digitally or have any questions about our partners or anything else in your room, in, in, in you're in the room, you can go to the next step area on your way out. One of our team members can answer any questions for you. I'm going to pray, and then you're going to be released to be rich and given one of those ways right now. Uh, don't feel like you need to rush out. The band's going to play for a couple minutes. If you've got kids and Sprouts or relevant kids, they're prepared for you to take an extra couple minutes uh, to come uh, get your kid. Uh, if you need a little bit more time, you need a little bit more time to think about it, to pray about it, maybe to talk to your spouse about it. Maybe you need a little bit more time to move some funds around. Let's see what I did there. Uh, you, can give to the Be you can give online to the Be Rich offering until midnight tonight. Everything given today until midnight tonight is going to the Be Rich offering, and we're giving, as you know, 100% of it away. And then in two weeks, in two weeks from today, we're going to celebrate what God, what, we're going to celebrate what was given today through the Be Rich offering. And I can't wait to do that and to praise God together. Dear Lord, I just pray that whatever you're stirring in our hearts to do, Lord, we just follow you, Jesus. We just say yes. We say I'm available, and we follow you into that. Lord, through that, I pray that we prove our trust, you grow our trust, and we transfer our trust to you today. And Lord, um, more than just a prayer for us, Lord, I pray that um, 
through the Be Rich offering, through what's given today in 2024, um, people are reached. I pray that people are filled with hope and peace and restoration. I pray that people's, people are literally saved, uh, Lord, um, and their eternities are transformed by what's given today. Lord, we pray through the Be Rich offering, we see your kingdom come in ginormous, huge, huge ways that we would never see if we didn't do what we're gonna do today. So Lord, as we get ready to give today, we pray and we say, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we wanna see that happen. And so we're committed to follow you, Jesus, and give whatever you'd have us give. We pray all this in Jesus' name, amen. All right, Relevant, on your mark, get set. Be rich. God bless you guys.